Have you ever wondered what it's like to be a real-life medium? Then this is the podcast for you. In this show, you'll learn how to open your heart to spirit, hear adventures I've experienced as an award-winning psychic medium and teacher, plus I'm going to give you some psychic information and insight into what the future holds for our increasingly crazy world. Tune in every Friday and get ready to connect to the other side. I'm Jen, and I'll be your guide starting right now. So this week's episode is going to be a little story time with Jen. And if you had talked to me yesterday, you would have seen me crying and not really doing so well yesterday. Um, And I'm sort of going through a process right now. I guess you could say a grieving process, but it's hard to explain. It's like a shortened version of that. So I'll just give you a little preface here of what I'm talking about. So Friday night, I guess Saturday morning at 3 a.m., I woke up and which is kind of normal kind of not I, I sometimes wake up at 3 a.m. whatever I'm a medium what can you do and I just had this really big urge to go on my phone and look at my Yahoo mail which I don't have Yahoo I mean I have it from like 10 15 years ago and I don't ever go on it but I thought oh I'm gonna go check I don't know why I got nothing else to do because I delete social media on the weekend so I had nothing to go look at so I go in there and there's an email from a old friend of mine that I used to work with but her daughter so and I found out some bad news that she had passed away my friend had passed away now here's my dilemma slash not dilemma so this woman I used to work with her at the private school where I was a junior kindergarten teacher for many years and that was my most beloved favorite job I ever had and I won't get into the details of the story of that, but it's significant because I worked with this amazing woman and this woman was in her 70s, I believe, or like close to being 70s. She taught preschool and music at the time. And I taught junior kindergarten, so we had a lot of contact together because she was, it's a very small school and you know we both love children. She ended up teaching my daughter, Olivia, who's now 17 preschool for two years, I believe and was very attached to this woman. Her name was Mrs. Worry. And Olivia's very attached to her. Now this woman was like, you think, well, just, what's the big deal as a preschool teacher or whatever? No, this woman went like above and beyond her role of teaching duties. <laughs> she would take some of certain kids that she was close to and take them to McDonald's and take them to the movies. And she would come and pick up Olivia sometimes and, and take her to the movies and have Mrs. Worry date. and when she was about three or four, you know? And so going back to the waking up at 3 a.m., I checked the email and her it was her daughter. So I had emailed Mrs. Worry about around Christmas time. I hadn't talked to her in 10 years, 10 years. So here's my dilemma, but not my dilemma. Her daughter said, I'm sorry to let you know that she passed away in the hospital a couple weeks ago. I'm sorry to tell you this way and she spoke of you often then I started crying of course and then I started thinking okay well I can go to her service because she said it was just last week so I go and find the obituary and ironically not really a few weeks ago I had actually googled Mrs. Worry obituary maybe like a month ago didn't find anything so it's like I knew I knew since Christmas on something was wrong couldn't get a hold of her and I find out that she's passed, but she passed more than two or three weeks ago. So 
when I found the obituary, I was quite sad to see that I had already missed it. And I had already been in the town where the funeral had been held, but I didn't know it was going that day. I actually could have come to it. And I know as a, as a medium, not as a human, that we don't need to go to a funeral because it's not really them anymore. It's their casing. It's their, it's their human body. It's not them. But then as a human, I'm like, I could have gone. I could have said goodbye in a, you know, regular kind of way. Um, I can tell by my voice I'm struggling a little bit. <laughs> and so my dilemma, which is not really a dilemma, is like, well, people are like, well, why are you sad? And, I, and I'm like, yesterday I was so much in my grief that it had been so long since my heart had been cracked open like that where someone the close to me, and I consider her and I being close back then. You know, I didn't know a lot about her personal life, but I knew about her grandkids, I knew her grandkids' names, you know, we would hang out, we'd have tea together, we'd have like... Um, and so finding this news out was very shocking to me, even though I kind of already had a feeling, which doesn't take away from the shock from it. And then my mind is trying to tell me that I shouldn't be this sad, right? So. Don't worry, it'll get happier. <laughs> but if you, I'm sure you can relate to this. Like you've had someone pass and you're like, fine one second and the next minute you're bawling your eyes out. Like you just like feel like you need to go on the floor. And this wasn't even like my parents or who passed. It's not someone who like I spent every day with. But I don't think you can measure grief. I don't think you can have like a, like a, a measuring tape said, well, you'd only saw her 10 years ago, so you can't be sad. I don't think you can measure grief. Like there's no there's no measurement that says any rules about how you get to feel about someone passing, whether you saw them for 10 years or not. It's like the same kind of thing. Like I'm doing a reading for someone. I'm like, oh, there's a man here and he, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, well, there, I know someone with that name, but he passed 20 years ago. I'm like, so what does that, what does that matter? But people don't understand. So from a medium spect spectrum, I'm like, well, that does not matter, but they don't know that. And I have to take account of it. Like, Time doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter if you haven't seen someone in 10 years or. So anyways, um, I was very saddened by this. I felt like I couldn't do much. Like I couldn't watch TV. I actually, I did. I'm like, I need to watch TV so I can distract myself from this pulling, cracking open of my heart, grief, pain that, that I didn't expect to feel. So then I started going on the website of the funeral home and I watched the celebration of her life, of her, the video and interesting is when I was doing that and I need you to really listen to this because this this will happen for you as well whenever you're looking at a video of someone who has passed or pictures or anything like that and you're quiet and you're just seeing them the present moment and you're remembering them that's when they come to you their soul will come and sit beside you so when I was doing this I felt her sitting like I was doing this on my bed crying and she came and sat down beside me and she said stop crying she said she wanted to talk to me so I am so blessed to have this gift of connection because, or I know how to communicate with those who have crossed over because I always think of it from the perspective of, I can talk to your loved ones in spirit. And part of being a medium and being connected is connected to the spirit world, which does not constitute only a certain kind of soul. It's not just, I can only communicate with your souls. I can communicate with my own. And if I haven't even been thinking this, like, this just hit me like 
if you see like a mediumship course, it's not like, it shouldn't just be like, okay, well you get to do readings for people. That's not what it's about. You would also get to talk to your own loved ones or learn the techniques and skills to discern between your voice in your mind and their voice in your mind and the feelings and the sensations when they're around you. Like, I think you already know this, you know? So like, if you're ever thinking about taking a course, do it. Even if you don't want to do readings for people, that's not what it's about. It's about communicating with your own loved ones and spirit. And what a gift that is. Like, not only is it a gift to give readings to people and communicate and connect them to their loved ones, it's even almost like a bigger gift to be able to do that for yourself. Because if I wasn't able to communicate with Mrs. Worry, I would be so sad. I'd be sadder than I am. So when I'm looking at this beautiful photo of her, and this was a picture that I had seen many times. I'm not sure if it was a school photo from our school days working together, but it was a beautiful photo of her. And I'm looking at the video, and I was like, oh, my God. This woman had such an amazing life. Like, she was 81 when she passed. And I know you're probably thinking, like, how are you friends with an 81-year-old? Well... What, what does age matter? <laughs> what what does age matter, right? So all these things are just sort of like popping into my mind just to share with you, my dear listeners, because you're awesome. So anyways, as I'm looking at this video and looking at these photos of her, she sits on my bed and I can see her. So I'm blessed enough to be, to be talented, not talented, um, skilled to see spirit in my mind's eye and feel them and hear them. So clear audience is what, what I am is you can hear a voice in your head, but the voice is not yours. So you have to practice discerning between that voice in your head and the voice of someone who's passed over. But because I'm trained and I'm scaled and I'm professional, I, I'm here and I'm able to hear her. So she started talking to me, you know, saying that she was fine. And then she showed me that she was with another fellow teacher who had passed from cancer, who they worked together as well in the music department and playing, they're playing music together and having a great time. And she was reunited with her husband who had passed like many years before her. And she me all these beautiful things and she was giving me advice. She's like, you know, you, you shouldn't complain about anything about your life. Because I think I had complained so much the day before about things that irked me, you know. So she's like, you know what, we should never... One thing I learned, she said, is that you should never complain about your life. So an example would be having to run around and take your kids everywhere, right? Like if your kids are teenagers and they want to go to someone's house, so they have lessons, you know, pick them up. And we kind of get annoyed because you have to do all this running around, but... We get, to, we get to take them to lessons. The people who have passed on don't get to do that anymore. And we complained about these things. And she said the one thing she remembered was to never complain about anything. And this woman, let me tell you, had been in pain for so many years. Like I remember she would walk down the hallways at school and like sort of waddle along because she was in so much pain. And the cutest thing was that she used to wear these like black a ballerina slipper kind of things with elastics on them as her slippers she would never wear shoes in school she would put these slippers on and when she was sitting beside me I could see the slippers <laughs> I was like I remember those slippers and she always used to carry a box of Kleenex in her hand and she had that as well so that's how I knew it was her and she went on to tell me a whole bunch of really cool things and she said to me okay because I had told Olivia who was who my, my daughter who they were close when she was in preschool tell Olivia and I'm telling you that I'm going to leave you guys a present each. I'm going to send you guys each a gift. And she went and tell me what it was. I'm like, okay, that's fine. That that makes me so feel so much better. You're going to leave me a gift. So, so I told Olivia the bad news. We had a good cry. We're like, we're going to find out where she is, and we'll go visit her and bring her flowers. Now this is this is significant. It might be boring, but it's significant. So wait till the end. So I so I went through my day yesterday. Whatever. I had a stomach ache after dinner. 
and I took a bath. I left my phone down here because on the weekends I stay off my phone as much as possible. Came downstairs and I, my phone was on the kitchen counter and I go over to my phone and there's a dime on my phone. Now you think that's cool, this is not even the coolest part. So then I started crying, I'm like, I said to Chad, did you, did you put that dime there on my phone? He's like, why would I put a dime on your phone? I'm like, oh my God, like I knew. I'm like, you said you're gonna leave me a present. So thank you so much. Then I texted Olivia and I'm like, did you get your present yet? She's like, nope, now y'all keep an eye out. I'm like, okay. Like, by the way, you guys, spirit is always trying to give you a present. They're always trying to get your attention and you just don't pay attention. So you've got to also train yourself to recognize the gifts and the and the blessings that you get from your loved ones and spirit who have passed over. Even if they're just a friend and even if they pass 20 years, it doesn't matter. They're always trying to get your attention. So then I go upstairs and then I said, I, when I was texting Olivia and after I found the dime, I said, something about flowers or like I heard in my head something about flowers and I'm like you're gonna leave me flowers like how are you gonna give me flowers like you can't give me flowers like it's, I thought maybe they were gonna someone was gonna give Olivia flowers in real life and I'm like I don't know what this flower thing is so I go to bed early because I'm not feeling that great my stomach's hurting I go to sleep and all night long she was in my dream she she gave me a visitation so on another note with that I want you to know that when someone visits you in a dream who's crossover, it's not a dream, it's a visitation. So you'll remember it in the morning. That's how you remember. So in the dream, she, where were we? I'm trying to think where we were. We weren't at school. Um, I don't know, remember where we were, it doesn't matter. But in my dream, I saw her and I was talking to her and we were planning something and trying to teach something together maybe. And she brought me flowers in the dream. And they're like really beautiful flowers. Like, and she's like, these are for you. And I'm like, oh my God, those are so beautiful. Like you already gave me a dime. I talked to her in my dream. I'm like, thank you so much for these flowers. They are beautiful. Like, and then I looked down at the card and it said, love her name. I don't know if I should say her name or not. Love her name. And she wrote her name the way she had written it when she was alive. And I remember her signature. It was always in cursive because at, at this private school that we worked at, they taught cursive and people don't teach that anymore in the public school system right you don't teach how to kids these days don't know how to sign their name they have to print it because no one ever taught them how to and that was one of the values of that school that I worked in is that we do old school we teach the kids how to do cursive so anyone who graduated out of that private school knew how to do cursive right <laughs> and then the funny part was in the rest of the dream she had these brownies she made brownies and I remember her saying can you save me one because I was busy doing something in my dream and um, she's like, okay, I'll save you one. And then there ended up not being any brownies left over. I'm like, you didn't save me a brownie. And she's like, but you gave, I gave you flowers. I'm like, okay, thank you. Like, it was just so funny. Like, just the way, it, the way the whole dream, I haven't had a visitation. Like, I've been really blessed to have only my grandparents pass. I mean, that sounds terrible. But no one ever very, very close to me, you know? So, I mean, I was very close to my grandmother and my grandfather. But, like, no one's ever had, a, I've never had a visitation really like that. I've, I've been in my grandparents' home in a visitation dream, but I've never had a visitation from someone that I loved. And I loved her so, so much. Like, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you haven't talked to them in 10 years. And I said to Chad, why am I so sad? And he says, well, she had a big impact on your life, right? So. And then I went on the obituary, the funeral website, you can leave condolences, so I wrote her a little note. But then I was looking at some of the people who knew her from our little school and 
I was texting some other former teachers, or teachers that I don't know if they still work there or not. And none of them had gone to the funeral. And I was kind of like, oh, that sucks. Like if I had known, because I was literally in the town where she, the funeral was that same day, but I had no idea she had passed her, I would have gone there. Nobody that I know went to her funeral. And I'm just like, what is, what is going on? Like, this woman deserves so much. She deserves like, I'm sure that the funeral was humongous because she knew so many people, so many kids. Like one of the comments was like the little, one of the little boys she taught probably after or before my daughter is gone to university to be a music teacher. Like that's what I call a legacy woman, you know, like she left a legacy behind and I feel like I can't even do her justice on this podcast episode. And I feel like maybe it's sad. Maybe you don't want to hear this, but I really feel like I needed to do something to, to, honor her when I couldn't have gone to her funeral and the the things at intermit spring which I don't even know if she's been buried yet because it's winter like I don't even know how to find her and you know just she's I know she's with me and she's been staying with me so if you've lost someone they stay with you for a bit their energy will stay with you if you need them and you're crying on the floor and you can't get out of bed and you're really sad and even if you're okay for an hour and then you start losing it again like they're they're with you the whole time and Sometimes we don't recognize this. And I've had clients say to me like, well, how come I can't feel my mom? Or how could... You just don't know what it feels like. Maybe you're not recognizing the signs, but she would not not be there for you, right? If my friend of having seen for 10 years is hanging out with me till I feel better, trust me, your, your mom and your pet and your grandma, that all of them are, they're hanging out with you until you're okay. And the biggest thing is if you ever want them to like come closer to you, look at their pictures. That's like... One of the biggest things that brings their energy in. So I don't think I did any justice for this woman, but here and her honoring her legacy, but she loved, so many people loved her. She was so loved and I know that she knows that. And she was sitting beside, she goes, I'm not in pain anymore, look at me. Because in that video that I saw of her, she's in a wheelchair. I'm like, oh my gosh, she would have hated that. She would have hated being in a wheelchair. Like that would have just been like, the be all and I don't even think she was in her home anymore and she loved that that house that she was in you know so like I know it's for the best and Mrs. Ray you are so loved and I doubt anyone that I that knew you was gonna listen to this podcast but I'm I'm putting it out there anyway so that maybe you hear me talking about you and that you know that you know it doesn't matter how long you've been gone or how long I haven't seen you you're like one of the best okay well, I'm gonna come out of here because it's getting sad again. <laughs> and also one of the reasons why I wanted to, I'm getting a lot of, so I know I, I don't know why I do this. I, I posted about um, having a three question email reading. And I don't know why the timing of this, like, so I keep getting messages from people, where, where is it, where is it? And I'm like, I'm telling you, you can have it, but it's gonna be shitty because I never wanna do anything for of services when I'm in an emotional state because you have to be, if you're being trained to be a medium, you have to be, there's a disconnect there. Like you cannot do work for someone in this realm when you are sad or emotional or having a mental health concern or you're sick. It doesn't work that way. I know you're on the other side of this and I know you don't understand this, but you have to trust me when I tell you this. And also I just want to say, I'm not being rude, but of course I got your money. People are like, well, did you get my money? You guys know I got your money. Just say, can I, I'm really impatient and I would really love Irene. Don't, don't say, don't ask me that you didn't get your money. Like, I know, you know, I got the money, <laughs> you know, just like, I'm just, 
I don't know what it was about this whole experience this weekend. Just, I don't know. I don't know what to say. So I'm going to leave it at that. Um, and I really hope that you have a Mrs. Worry in your life. Not probably doesn't mean any meaning to you, but I really hope that you have a Mrs. Worry in your life. And I hope you know it doesn't matter how long you've been in contact with that person or you lost touch with that person. That's just a human thing. It, there's, it doesn't matter. Like having her like hang out with me this weekend just to let, make sure I'm okay. Like I'm like, I said to her, I'm sure you have better things to do than to hang out with me. She's like, I have all the time in the world, all the time in the world to hang out with you till you're better. So watch for your dimes, watch for your feathers. It's been a while since I talked about this, but watch for that and you'll feel energy usually on the right side of your body or behind you. That means they're with you. Look at their pictures, honor them. All right. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Singing Meaning Podcast. And I said all my love to you guys. And thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you guys next time.